Welcome to the SportsCapping.com podcast with free handicapping advice, odds insights, picks, and predictions to help you beat the sports book. And now your hosts, Jack Jones and Brandon Lee. This is your host, Jack Jones, with the SportsCapping.com free pick podcast. We're on to week nine NFL and week 10 college football. I'm going to be joined today by fellow handicapper Teddy Davis. Teddy has gone 5-1 and one on his free picks and teasers the last two appearances on the podcast. He went 3-0 and oh two weeks ago. Uh, Teddy, thanks for coming on today. Hey, Jack. Thanks. Yeah, it's uh, great to be back on. Um, as always, we say it every year, but the season is moving by fast. Way too fast. Let's slow yes. it down. <laughs> Especially since we're both doing so well in football right now. We need to slow it down. Exactly. No kidding. <laughs> Uh, this is a significant week in college football with the playoff committee releasing their first rankings. Uh, many believed it was obvious who the top four teams would be. The only question really was which order they'd be in. But the committee decided to throw everyone a curveball and, list, and listed uh, Texas A&M in the fourth spot ahead of Washington. Uh, Teddy, what do you make of this decision? Well, I, <laughs> I was stunned, to be honest. Um, you know, we, we all watch you know all these games every weekend and... I just couldn't believe it. It 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 makes no sense. I mean, I realize A and M's only loss was is to Alabama, and there's no doubt they are a great team, but they do not deserve to be ahead of Washington. Actually, um, in my eyes, they don't deserve to be ahead of Washington, Ohio State, or Louisville. Um, I I think Louisville's loss is just as good. Um, it really is Texas A and M's with their uh, loss at Clemson. I mean, Death Valley's a tough place to play at. And then Ohio State was, uh, let's face it, it was a fluke, you know, on the on the block kick and everything like that. Um, you you give me those three teams on a neutral field versus Texas A and M, I will take those three all day long. No doubt, and it's not going to be a pick 'em. You know, Vegas is going to have Louisville, Ohio State, and uh, Washington favored over Texas A and M. So I, I totally disagree with the rankings too, and trust in Vegas's numbers a lot more than uh, the playoff committees, but. Uh, it is interesting to note that 10 of the top 13 teams are either from the Big Ten or SEC. So the Big Ten and SEC getting all kinds of all kinds of respect, and I think they deserve it. Um, there's no Big 12 teams in the top 13, so they pretty much have no chance. Uh, Washington's the only Pac-12 team with a legitimate shot. Both Clemson and Louisville still in play in the ACC. So, um, you know, you got anything else to add to what you saw to the by the rankings? Uh, maybe something you disagree or agree with outside of the texas a&m um well i i am just what i mean one pick it's way outside the box but i gotta give my boy some love from western michigan pj fleck um i i don't think there's a lot of teams that don't want to play this team right now um you know i know they play in the mac but they deserve to be a lot higher than 23rd um i mean you put them on a neutral field with florida nebraska penn state uh Colorado, you know, LSU, just off the top of my head, off teams. But Western Michigan's a scary team. Oh, man, <laughs> yeah, we were we were texting back and forth last night. And, uh, yeah, he, he uh, had me tune in uh, as, soon as, <laughs> as soon as P.J. Fleck came on uh, for, the, for his pregame speech. And it was epic. Uh, yeah, he probably pulled out a diamond and called all of his players <laughs> diamonds. Oh, yeah. man, how can you not get fired up? And then they go out and, 
and absolutely obliterate Ball State last night. So yeah, I I, I would love. I can't. I hope they make a, a New Year's Six game. All right, we're gonna be giving out four free picks this week plus two NFL teasers. I'm 29, 19, and two on podcast free picks since the start of the football season last year. Um, I've also hit three state NFL teaser winners. I went two and one last week. I lost on Purdue plus 12 against Penn State. I went four and one in college football on Saturday for my premium clients, but sadly Purdue was the only loser, and I gave it out on this podcast. But I did come back with a nice winner on the Patriots minus six and a half over Bill over the Bills in a blowout. Hit my six point teaser on the Patriots and Lions as well. Um, Teddy has hit three straight college football winners uh, coming in to this week. Uh, Teddy, who are you giving out? in college football yeah i'm gonna go with uh the arkansas razorbacks here at uh plus five and a half um i've stuck in the sec for my last three i'm gonna stay in there um the key here for me is uh all signs uh point to go for quarterback austin allen <clears throat> so he's crucial in this pick obviously but um You know, last time I was on here uh, with you, uh, my free pick was on Auburn minus nine and a half over Arkansas, and Auburn absolutely dominated them, winning 56 to three. Um, I think that actually still is stuck with people uh, in the fact that um, they blew them out, but Arkansas was in a very difficult spot. Uh, They were coming off Alabama then, and they were also coming off an upset win at home over uh, Ole Miss. Um, in my opinion, you know, Florida at best probably deserves to be a pick in this game. Um, they're coming off two home wins and covers uh, against Missouri and Georgia. Uh, both those teams, in my eyes, are terrible. Um, and I think the line is definitely playing a factor into that. You know, and I do realize uh, the Razorbacks aren't superb on defense by any means. Um, but to me, they have played the tougher schedule. And, you know, let's just be honest, Florida's offense, I don't think anyone's really scared of that. Um, You know, in the Gators, uh, two road games this year, um, they lost by 10 at Tennessee, um, and then they won 13-6 at Vanderbilt, uh, despite being outgained in that game. Uh, In fact, they were actually handed that game by uh, two uh, Vanderbilt turnovers there that were extremely costly. Um, You know, I know Florida's defense – uh, is what everyone likes to hype um, about. And, yes, they are good. They are talented. There's no doubt about it. Um, but I just feel like the stats are very inflated uh, due to uh, their opponents. Um, and also, uh, you know, the teams they've played, let's face it, they aren't uh, offensive powerhouses either. So, and then last but not least, you know, the other reason I really love Arkansas here uh, is that they are coming off their bye week as well. Um, this team's hungry, um, so it only adds to the value here uh, with me for Arkansas and, and the points. Yeah, man, I like this one quite a bit, too. I, I think the bye came at a, uh, the perfect time for Arkansas. They were clearly gassed from playing Alabama, Ole Miss, and Auburn in a three-week span, and uh, I think that blowout lost to Auburn definitely provides some line value here. Um, I think uh, Arkansas is going to be hungry this week when they return. Uh, Florida... I just don't think they deserve to be laying points on the road. You know, you mentioned their only two true two true road games. They were both ugly against Tennessee and Vanderbilt. Um, Florida's benefited from a very easy schedule. Uh, we saw at the end of last year, once the schedule got tougher for the Gators, they lost their final three games and were blown out in all three. 
Uh, I think we we could see that see that again this season uh, with road games still coming against Arkansas, Florida State, and LSU. Um, I'm with you here, and I I really believe Arkansas probably wins outright. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, glad you're uh, with me on board. I mean, you know, another thing I I didn't mention, but you know, when you see this line, I mean, so you're the odds makers are pretty much saying that you know, given a neutral field that Florida is you know, give or take roughly a double digit favorite. <laughs> I, yeah. And that's, that's hard to buy for me. Yeah. It almost anytime this team's laying points, uh, I don't, I don't trust, I definitely don't trust their offense. And, uh, I, yeah, I just think they're so overrated. Uh, they're, I think they're 11th in the playoff rankings. And I think, uh, by the end of the season, they might be out of the playoff rankings. So we'll see, we'll see how that comes, that plays out, but Yep, that wouldn't surprise me one bit. That's hopefully, hopefully you get your fourth straight SEC winner, man. You've been killing it in that conference. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take uh, Notre Dame minus 6.5 over Navy this week. Um, this game's going to be played at a neutral site at Everbank Field in Jacksonville, home of the Jaguars. It's also an 11.30 a.m. Eastern kick, so it's the first game off the board Saturday. Um, you can, But I think this is going to be a nice home field for Notre Dame because they have a massive following, and if anything, it's going to be on their side. Um, Notre Dame still needs three wins to get to a bowl game. They still have uh, to play at USC in the season finale, so that means they're looking at these next three games as must wins against Navy, Army, and Virginia Tech. Uh, they came off their bye last week and beat Miami 30-27 to at home. They outgained the Hurricanes by 105 yards. I really liked what I saw from, from them last week uh, in a nice bounce-back performance. And they've been kind of looking at this stretch run here after their bye as a new season um, to get things right. And uh, I, I just don't think Notre Dame's as bad as its record either. All five losses have come by a touchdown or less. So they've had a chance to win every game they've played. I think Nova, Navy is the team that's overrated here due to home wins over Houston and Memphis recently. But Houston went on to lose to by 22 to SMU. Memphis went on to lose by 29 to Tulsa. So those wins really don't look that good right now. Um, Last week, Navy trailed by 31 at South Florida, but uh, South Florida kind of packed it in and gave up four touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Ended up being a seven-point game, but it was obviously a bigger blowout than that. Um, Notre Dame, I believe, is the best team that Navy will have faced. Um, The Fighting Irish definitely have a huge edge in talent. Uh, Before the season, the game of the year line released by Golden Nugget was uh, Notre Dame favored by 14. And Notre Dame's been favored by at least 13 and a half in its last five meetings with Navy over the past five seasons. Uh, the Fighting Irish won all five, including four by double digits. Uh, I really think the six and a half point spreads a discount this week, and we're getting we're getting the supreme supremely talented team laying less than a touchdown. So I'm all over this one. Yeah, I I agree with you totally. Um, it's you know large part is just because it's as you mentioned the neutral field. Um, yeah, Notre Dame has everything to play for here. Uh, you know, they're you mentioned this also. You know, they're going to be extremely motivated to make a bowl here. Um, so you pretty much hit on all my keynotes that I had. There, but uh, <laughs> we're good at doing that know, to each other. Yeah, um, I did have that. You know, Navy on the. I know this is a neutral field game, but uh, Navy has struggled on the road, which is an error. I mean, you know, only beaten Tulane by seven, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, you know. It's in like you mentioned last week. That was uh, extremely misleading uh, final score. Um, yeah, I, I just don't think uh, actually this team is that good at all. To be honest, 
Yeah, they also lost by 14 at Air Force. So um, right. Yeah, I just look at all those teams that Navy has played, and I I, I know Notre Dame's not their record's terrible, but they're they're still uh, they're still the talents there. So I, I I really think this is the best team that they've played. So hopefully it works out that way on the field, and uh, they win by more than a touchdown. Ah. Uh, yeah. All right, what are you going with uh, in in the NFL this week? Yeah, I'm going to be going with uh, the Giants uh, minus two and a half over the Eagles. Um, you know, I really like the spot here with the Giants. Uh, they're winning. They came off uh, winning two games in a row here, and now they're actually coming off their bye week. Uh, they should be way more than motivated here uh, to start the second half of the season. Uh, this is actually their first of three consecutive home games, and obviously with this being a division rival, I feel like uh, you know they will uh, be ready for this contest. Uh, to me, they're just being very uh, undervalued. Uh, when you look back at it, you know they had two road losses uh, to Green Bay, um, or at Green Bay and at Minnesota. Those are two extremely hard places to play at. Um, their other loss was uh, to the Redskins at home. That came down to the, you know, the final two minutes of the game. So that that could have went either other either way. Um, and then also, I think people are forgetting. You know, I, I do realize it was Week One in the NFL, but the Cowboys' only loss was to the Giants. Um, and so I think that's kind of you know being kind of scraped under the rug right now. Um, the Eagles are speaking of Dallas. They're coming off a you know, deflating loss right now in overtime at the Cowboys. Now they have another tough uh, division opponent. Um, you know, and we all know there's been a lot of love for the Eagles uh, in Wentz this year. And, you know, deservingly so. He has been impressive as a rookie. But, uh, you know, I simply don't trust this team on the road. Uh, their only road win uh, came in week two this year is at the Bears. Um, the Bears are <laughs> – they're the Bears. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> um you know, and I also believe um, the, the teams have actually kind of figured out the Eagles. Uh, the last three games, they have been outgained by 466 total yards. Uh, that's a huge red flag for me. Um, and when you give me uh, a short a short uh, line here with a home team and a division rival coming off the bye uh, and a team with a lot of momentum here, I have no choice but to take the Giants here at the at the short price. Yeah, I mean, of the six teams coming off buys this week, the Giants are probably my favorite of them. Um, so I'm with you here. Uh, they've they've really turned their season around by winning their last two games after losing three in a row. Um, love that they're coming off a buy. They're four and three, uh, but they they've been unlucky in the turnover department. They're actually negative seven in turnover differential this season. And uh, the statistics show the Giants have been pretty good. Uh, they're sixth in the league in yards per play differential. They gain 5.6 yards per play on offense, give up 5.1 per play on defense. Their defense has way improved this year. Uh, the Eagles are 20th in yards per play differential, uh, 5.1 per, per play on offense, 5.3 on defense. So the Giants have been better um, on a per-place perspective in offense and defense. And you mentioned the Eagles are 1-3 and three on the road. They've actually been outgained by 81 yards per game and 1.2 yards per play on the road. The Giants at home are outgaining teams by 76 yards a game, 1.2 yards per play. Um, I, I think the Eagles are going to be a bit fatigued after that uh, overtime game against the Cowboys. And 
you know, the numbers favor the Giants, the rest favors the Giants. I'm I'm completely on board here. Oh, perfect. Yeah, glad to hear it. Um, I just think, you, you know, like I mentioned, there's just a lot of love uh, for the Eagles, uh, rightfully so, but uh, given the situation, um, I, I just don't see it. Yeah, it's, it's they don't deserve the love the way they've been playing lately. So correct. I, mean, <laughs> nah, I just I don't think the Giants are really getting much much respect either for whatever reason. But I, they're a quality <laughs> team. Um, I'm gonna take the Tennessee Titans plus five at the San Diego Chargers this week. Uh, I think the Titans are clearly one of the most improved teams in the NFL. They're four and four, and they've already surpassed their win total from last year. Uh, They've, they've been the most impressive team in the AFC South in my book. Uh, the numbers kind of prove it, too. All four of Tennessee's losses have come by single digits. So they've been in every game they've played. And the numbers, uh, when you look at the numbers, the Titans actually rank fifth in the NFL in yardage differential. They outgain teams by 36 yards a game. Uh, only the Cardinals, Cowboys, Falcons, and Redskins have been better than them in that department. Um I've been on the Chargers quite a bit lately, but I think it's time to fade them this week. Uh, they covered three straight before losing as four-point road dogs to the Broncos last week. I know everybody seemed to be on the Chargers because the line went from six and a half to all the way down to four. And now, now they're getting more love here as five-point favorites at home. Um, it, it's the most they've been favored by any in any game this season. The, the only cover as a favorite for the Chargers came against the Jaguars as three-point home favorites. They lost outright to the Saints as four-point home favorites. Uh, I like the foul. I, I really like the fact that the the Titans have a mini bye week here after crushing the Jaguars on Thursday. So I really like. I think that little mini bye uh, kind of gets overlooked sometimes. But the Chargers are also four and twelve against the spread in their last sixteen home games. San Diego's zero and eight against the spread in its last eight home games after failing to cover the spread in its previous game. Um, I think this game. There's a really good chance this game is decided by a field goal either way. So getting five points is a nice value. Uh, yeah, I I lean the Titans in here. Um, like you mentioned, this the schedule is a huge uh, concern for me. If you're if you do like the Chargers, um, there's no way I'd back San Diego in this spot. You know, coming off that uh, overtime win in Atlanta, uh, and then last week against the Broncos, um, where they had a chance, and then uh, another big area. Of concern for the chargers you know they've had 17 turnovers the last six games which is that's crazy um it's it's hard to win games uh let alone trying to cover as a favorite when you turn the ball over that much so there's absolutely no way i would back the chargers here in this spot um you know my only main concern with the titans here is just Mariota. um if he can take care of the ball um there's i wouldn't be surprised if they won outright he just to me, he's just kind of a red flag um, as he's burnt me a few times this year, so that's probably swaying me a little bit. But, uh, yeah, there, there's no way I'd back the Chargers here, and um, I, I think you're on the right side with the Titans. All right, good deal, good deal. Pretty much 4-4 four for four agreement there. Uh, just to give a quick recap, uh, Teddy has Arkansas plus 5.5 and, and the Giants minus 2.5. I'm taking Notre Dame minus 6.5 and, and the Titans plus 5. Uh, let's get on to our NFL teasers. Uh, what do you recommend, Teddy? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the Packers uh, minus 1 and the Cowboys minus 1 here. Um, not much to elaborate on, but uh, Green Bay home favorite here uh, against the Colts, who are terrible. And uh, I think... 
Dallas, I think that line's a little tricky. I don't know if I would trust the Cowboys in that line on the road, but I at least think they win the game. So I will um, tease both of them down to uh, uh, one-point favorites. No argument there. I like both. Uh, yeah, if the Jets can go on the road and beat the Browns, uh, the Cowboys should have no problem. Uh, I, I'm i going to use one of yours as well. I'm going to do a six-pointer. I'm going to take the Packers minus one at home against the Colts. I'm also going to take the Chiefs minus one and a half at home against the Jaguars. Uh, get them both down uh, from just a touchdown favorite down to basically just having to win the game. Um, Jaguars are pretty much a mess right now. and shock Gus Bradley didn't get fired. Uh, obviously... <laughs> The Colts can't stop anyone, so the Packers should be able to score at will. And uh, so, I like both of those. I think we I think we both got winners on those teasers. Uh, we, we, we're gonna need the Packers to make sure they win, yeah. otherwise we're both done. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, how's your football season go going uh, recently, Teddy? Uh, yeah, recently. Well, you know, I I'm upfront and honest. Yeah, I, I struggled out of the gates, no doubt about it. Uh, but uh, yeah, here recently. Um, it's it's been going well. I had ten and five my last fifteen college football. I am six and three my last nine on NFL, and uh, my last seven days I'm on a sixteen and eight overall run. So um, yeah, everything's been going well. So I look uh, forward to continuing here the, this weekend. All right, good deal. Uh, yeah, and the free free picks you've provided the last few times on have been awesome too. Five and five and one the last couple weeks. So keep it rolling. Right. Uh, I'm currently the number eight ranked college football handicapper at Sports Capping. I got two top five college football finish the last four years. Uh, this season, I'm 45 and 31 on the season, so uh, looking forward to keeping that going. Uh, but you can find both Teddy and I at SportsCapping.com. Sign up for a premium package and make some real money this weekend. Uh, Teddy, have a great week and keep up the good work in football, man. Hey, thanks, Jack. Yeah, same to you. Uh, best of luck this weekend. Let's uh, provide the listener with more winners. Row the boat. You row the boat. That's absolutely right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Take care, man. Yep. See you, bud. Thanks for listening to the SportsCapping.com podcast. For more free picks and predictions, be sure to visit us at SportsCapping.com. 